From insurance business, here's your weekly global news roundup for March 20th to 24th, 2023. I'm Steve Randall. Natural disasters caused global economic losses of 275 billion US dollars in 2022, of which 125 billion were insured losses, according to a new report from Swiss Re. The firm said last year was the second consecutive year in which insured losses from natural catastrophes surpassed the 100 billion dollar mark. The result confirms a trend of a 5 to 7% average annual increase in insured losses over the last 3 decades. As disasters like Hurricane Ian in Florida and flooding in Australia and South Africa have wrought destruction, the demand for catastrophe coverage has grown. This increase in demand comes amid a spike in inflation, averaging 7% in advanced economies and 9% in emerging economies last year. The effect of this inflation has been to increase the nominal value of buildings, vehicles and other insurable assets, thus increasing claims amounts for damage caused by catastrophes. Insured losses in 2022 were largely driven by Hurricane Ian, by far the year's costliest event, Swiss Re said. Ian slammed into Florida in September as a Category 4 storm, causing estimated insured losses of $50 to $65 billion. In February 2022, a cluster of storms in northwestern Europe caused insured losses of more than $4 billion. France saw its highest annual loss on record at $5 billion from hailstorms. Global flood losses were above average last year, with the most significant flooding occurring in eastern Australia in February and March of 2022, resulting in insured losses of $4.3 billion, Swiss Re reported. Brazil, on the other hand, saw droughts that damaged crop yields, resulting in insured losses of a $1 billion. Lloyds of London, which earlier this month provided a peek into its 2022 performance, has now published its financial results for the full year. As previously projected, investment loss drove Lloyds into the red, but a bounce back is expected in the coming years. Lifting the lid on the negative result, Lloyds said mark-to-market accounting rules on fixed income investments led to an overall loss of £0.8 billion. However, this loss is expected to reverse in the coming years as assets reach maturity and benefit from favourable interest rates. Lloyd's chief executive John Neal also chose to focus on the positives. This is an outstanding underwriting result that follows several years of performance improvement, a comprehensive plan to digitalise our market, steady and sustained progress on our culture and purposeful action to help our industry and society manage the biggest challenges of our time, he commented. He added that looking to 2023, Lloyds expects strong premium growth to around £56 billion, a combined ratio below 95%, and a total investment performance on its assets of more than 3%. It's that time of year again when brand valuation consultancy Brand Finance lists the world's most valuable insurance brands, publishing its Insurance 100 report for 2023. China's Ping An is the number one brand with a 2023 brand value of $32.25 billion, although that's down almost $10 billion from last year. Allianz is second, China Life Insurance third, AXA fourth, China's CPIC and AIA take fifth and sixth places, GEICO is seventh, Progressive eighth, PICC ninth and Chubb is tenth. Mid-sized businesses across the US and Canada are struggling to implement basic cybersecurity measures, a new survey has found. While 49% of mid-sized businesses have plans to budget more for cybersecurity in 2023, 61% said they did not have dedicated cybersecurity experts in their organisation, and 47% do not currently have an incident response plan. Additionally, 24% of mid-sized businesses revealed that they have suffered a cyber attack or are unsure if they've suffered one. 
Meanwhile, IB Talk in Australia has been chatting with Richard Smith, head of cyber for Blue Zebra Insurance, on the most pressing issues facing brokers and their customers in the cyber insurance space, particularly cyber challenges and coverage for SMEs. Cyber threats are certainly not the same as they were a few years ago. The one thing with cyber risk is it evolves very quickly. Look, I believe that uh, defence is... Um, are improving. Businesses are getting better controls in place. What actually goes with that is that um, attackers are improving their skill sets as well. We're probably seeing that, for example, with social engineering attacks, which are becoming more and more sophisticated. And moving forward into the future, you know, there's already talk about attackers starting to use artificial intelligence and deep fakes, that kind of um, futuristic technology You can hear the full episode on our usual IB Talk channels. Premiums for electric vehicles are likely to continue rising unless manufacturers improve access to battery data and address hurdles to repairing packs after minor collisions, insurers and industry experts have warned. Currently, many EV battery packs cannot be assessed or repaired after accidents. This forces insurers to write off cars with few miles, leading to higher premiums. Unless car manufacturers produce more easily repairable battery packs and provide third-party access to battery cell data, insurers and industry experts argued that premiums will continue to increase as EVs become more popular and a growing number of low-mileage cars get scrapped after collisions. The number of cases is going to increase, so the handling of batteries is a crucial point, Christoph Lauterwasser, Managing Director of the Allianz Centre for Technology, told Reuters. He added that EV battery production emits far more CO2 than fossil fuel models, which means that EVs must be driven for thousands of miles before those emissions can be offset. Global insurer Chubb has committed to battling climate change by refusing to provide insurance coverage for oil and gas projects in government-protected conservation areas in the World Database on Protected Areas, prohibiting sustainable use. The insurer also released new underwriting criteria for oil and gas extraction projects that will require clients to reduce methane emissions, a byproduct of oil and gas production that are among the most severe greenhouse gases. The criteria are part of an ongoing partnership and consultation with environmental stakeholders and experts. High net worth clients in the UK are increasingly seeking guidance from their insurance brokers on how to minimise the risk of crime according to a new study by Ecclesiastical. A survey commissioned by the specialist insurer found that one in two high net worth individuals believe they would benefit from receiving more crime and security risk advice from their insurers or insurance brokers as more than half reported being victims of a crime in the past year. Last week's biannual Australian Financial Complaints Authority member forum shared alarming information about consumer complaints against insurance companies. The number of complaints in 2023 is going up compared to last year and the regulators suggested that natural catastrophes are not the main cause. Insurers are. We have seen a concerning decline in insurers' responsiveness trends, said Emma Curtis, AFCA's lead ombudsman. Unfortunately, insurers do seem to be struggling with overdue responses and non-responses. She added that the rates are significantly higher than the past two years, and so are extension requests from insurers. And Florida's property insurance crisis has taken a turn for the worse, with some companies now under investigation for allegedly slashing homeowners' payouts. The American Policyholder Association and insurance industry watchdog said it had obtained evidence from whistleblowers and internal documents indicating how adjusters' estimates were altered to justify lower payouts after Hurricane Ian. Legitimate estimates provided by adjusters were significantly significantly reduced by 70 to 90%, according to Douglas Quinn, the group's executive director. Governor Ron 
DeSantis has confirmed that state investigations regarding the matter are already underway. These are just some of the global and regional stories covered by Insurance Business this week. For more, visit our website, insurancebusinessmag.com.